0: Welcome to the Undelivered Podcast, where we talk about women's health, infertility, miscarriage, and everything else that no one told you. This is The Undelivered. Guess who's back? Back (laughs) Back again. again. (laughs) Shady's back. Hi, everybody. Okay. Good Good morning. It is what's today, Thursday, May twenty sixth, twenty twenty two. Back for season two of the Undelivered. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, episode one, season two. We're gonna get into it, and uh, we've got a, I think, a pretty good season two laid out already. Yeah, if I've got a,
1: I've got a new fire under me for sure.
0: Oh, That's, good. You I'm need excited. like you needed a break. You needed a yeah, little break, girl.
1: I have not opened my computer since our last episode. Like oh when I when I opened it this morning <laughs> to set up, I had like 50, you know, like pop-ups. I'm like, "Oh my god, has it really been that long?" Yeah, I have not touched my computer
0: and I haven't closed mine. So
1: <laughs> Okay, well, to be fair, you do a lot more <laughs> things. Oh, yeah. Like wow. this is really this is the only thing I use my computer for, unless I'm like oh. saving pictures or if there's something that I can't do on my phone. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't that's this is the reason I have a computer right here. Okay.
0: Well, good. But you, you.
1: you also have an Apple computer. Yeah. And I do not.
0: Yeah. I don't know how to survive. Uh- See, and I don't
1: even know how to work an Apple, uh, oh, Mac. That's what it is. See, I don't even know what it's called. (laughs) Bless me. I live, I live under a rock. I know, you know, me and Brandon is something we joke about all the time. I'm just not good with technology. I don't feel like I am. Uh, I feel like you are way more.
0: I mean, in I am in
1: the know, <laughs> I am way more in the know than
0: you are, but I am still a very mm-hmm. C average student when it comes to technology. I mean, see, uh, and yeah. we got to get better at that.
1: Cause as these boys get older, you know, like that's half the battle is knowing if when they get phones, oh,
0: you yes. know, Sam, Sam probably won't get a phone until he's like 17, by the way.
1: Hey, I'm, I'm all about that anyhow
0: yes um so yeah
1: break was good yeah it was good
0: break was good we had um you've you've been growing Ooh, growing yeah
1: large marge <clears throat> over here
0: uh we had the bloom and grow
1: oh my gosh so good like mm-hmm. i i cannot wait until next year's already Aww. i mean and- okay let's just can we just go ahead and talk about it sure <laughs> So I guess I of all people should have known a little bit more of what to expect from it because I mean, we, we talk about it. You, Mm -hmm. when, before you even had any plans with it, I mean, you, we talked about it, but I still, I did not know quite what to expect. You know, I knew it would be fabulous because Fun fact, guys, Bailey did not know that she had, that she is type A personality.
0: I don't think I'm type A.
1: Call Kyle Henry right (laughs) now. (laughs) Call him right now and ask him if you were type A.
0: I mean, I don't think so.
1: Guarantee you. He's like absolutely without a doubt.
0: Oh man. Okay. Put it, we were
1: putting that on our to-do list. You're going to take the test. Is there a test? Yes. Yeah yeah or like you know boxes to check <sighs> anyways okay. I knew it was gonna be great because you were so like Mm-mm-mm. OCD detail oriented all the things <clears throat> but it it blew me away to be quite honest like the building was packed I think there were maybe four empty seats in the whole place mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was perfect. The speakers.
0: Oh my God. Oh my God. So good? Oh my God. I so can't. <clears throat>
1: every, every single person, <laughs> every single woman <laughs> needs to hear the three of those stories. They're all so different, mm-hmm. but it just blows me away. There's No. <clears throat> In the two genders that there are on this planet. Yes, I just said it. I just said it, Bailey. I'm saying no one is as resilient, I think, as women are. Jesus Christ. I just opened that can of worms. That's all I'm just that's all I'm gonna say. Their stories were incredible. The things that they have gone through and overcome and to do it with like such a good attitude. Yeah. And perspective and like just wanting to help other people, you know, women.
0: Yes. Women are the most resilient. I I agree with you on that. That's Um, the only
1: reason I said that comparing women and men. I think women are more emotionally, mentally resilient than men. That's my opinion. Not the opinion of this podcast. This is actually worth opinion. (laughs) (laughs)
0: well we just kicked off season two with a bang didn't we um okay let me back up for those who are just now listening I hosted an event on in early May called the bloom and grow and mother's day weekend it was mother's day weekend you wanted it specifically shit no no I god picked that week that weekend okay um Mm. which is so funny like I kept praying about it and and this nudge kept bothering me for over a year of to host an event like this. And I, I don't know, I was like, nobody's going to come. N- nobody cares. Women are tired of events, you know, whatever. And so, um, I kind of said this in like my opening speech, um, which was hysterical did- by the way.
1: Why? Cause I cried. No, no, you, you did so
0: good. <laughs> like it was heartfelt. It was funny. It was a hundred percent Bailey. I was so nervous. I didn't say half the things that I wanted to say because I was so doggone nervous oh, because I, I was emotional. I couldn't tell. Well, thank you. I was very emotional and I was like, guys, oh, like I, I just didn't think that that many people were going to come. I truly thought that I would have to beg 10 people to come. I thought I was going to have to truly like manipulate camera angles to make it look like more people came and, and right before it got started at like 210, 10, two 15, we got started a little bit late. We were pulling extra chairs out of the back closet. <clears throat> so scary. I was just so overwhelmed, um, that that many people came and it was touching and Kate and Jill and Corey shared their testimonies so beautifully. Um, and it was just It was just more than I ever could have asked for. And there were so many tears. I don't think there was a dry (laughs) eye in the place. Well, do you know what's so funny is that um, my friend Jermaine, who I'm so excited she'll be on the podcast this season. Yes. She, um, she was like, I I didn't, I had no idea that I was going to cry. Like, I really didn't know what I was coming to. Like, I just thought it was an event with door prizes and like Mm -hmm. pretty flowers and pretty pictures. And we were going to hear like, like, like a, like
1: pat on the back.
0: Speeches yeah. like that yeah. kind of
1: like go go women
0: kind yeah. of thing and and it was I don't know it was kind of like that but it was so much more and so all these I got so many messages leading up to the day that were they weren't insulting but it was kind of like is there going to be seating no <laughs> I'm going to make you stand here for two and a half hours is there going to be food yes there'll be very delicious and even food. champagne mm-hmm. And champagne and a coffee truck. Um, oh, thank yeah, you. that was so good. Too, yes. By the way. Thank you. Roland beans. Um, so cute. So, Mississippi so, people go find them. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was just, it was great. And I, it was like a really good
1: cry, you know, like after yeah. you, I don't know, whatever you're going through and you have just like a good cry and you feel that release and you're like, Oh, okay. That was a breath of fresh air. I know. That's I'm- that's how the that's how it made me feel. Anyways, um, yeah, I need to It was get also out. <clears throat> it was also very humbling too because it's like I, I feel like it's so easy in our day to day lives as like moms and wives and just women in general to get so stressed out and so bothered and uptight by like how. I'm air quoting bad. We think we have it. Yeah. Not that, not that I have it bad at all, but I can definitely get bogged down in, in the stress and the, all of that. And it was, so it was very humbling to be like, oh my God, like Ashley, shut up. You have <clears throat> absolutely nothing to be complaining <clears throat> about compared to the things that these women have been through.
0: Yeah. And it's and have overcome crazy. It was a great reminder to me that we have just our society and culture, we are just so isolated within each other. I mean, I think we were like that even before the pandemic. We are very in our own lanes, on our own phones, with our own heads down. And it's just a reminder that we are just, we need community. Women need each other. Everybody needs each other. Just check in with each other, go to dinner more, share stories. <clears throat> so, yeah. And, and okay. we've had um, some feedback about bringing it to other states. So I'm yeah. very excited about that.
1: Very excited. I, I mean, I could hear those stories probably yearly and still appreciate them just as much. Like from the
0: first time I heard them. I know, it was great. So. <clears throat> um, what else? Well, we got through the bloom and grow. And you are growing Le Bebe number two and yes. we tried, in preparation for season two, we were just going to take more of a casual approach. Like Ashley and I, it, she said it perfectly the other week when I was at her mother's house in the beautiful countryside of Morton, Mississippi, <laughs> more, Morton. Morton. Um, so like, we're just such a homemade podcast. Like we're we're talking about big important things i hope and i hope that it resonates with people everywhere but like we do not have a producer we don't have a recording studio we don't <laughs> have like people to come take pictures of us or video us or anything like that so we were just hanging out at ashley's mom's house and oh, sweet bailey
1: was okay so the week <laughs> that i was home was insane i had two funerals back to back um, and we were like, you know, trying to get together. My mom decided to up and leave the country to go to Cabo for 10 days, oh, right. <laughs> which is not ideal. Like sh- I've never been home when she is not home and I'll probably never do it again.
0: Okay. Um, I bet that did feel strange to be at your mother's house without so your weird. mom. Yeah. It was so
1: weird. I did not like it at all. Cause like, that's when when I come home or my mom comes up here, like that is really, that is our quality time Mm -hmm. together, like early mornings, you know, coffee drinking when I actually get up, she lets me sleep in a lot, which I appreciate, you know, but then at night, like that's just, it's our, that is our time together. Um, and Ridge adores my mom. Uh, he was very confused and upset that she was not at her house. (laughs) Um, but anyways, it was just a crazy week and we didn't get to, we didn't really weren't able to get together when I was in town for a bloom and grow. Cause you were insanely busy. It was mm-hmm. mother's day weekend. It was a short trip for me anyways. Um, cause Brandon flew in Friday. So we had to like drive back Sunday for him yeah. to get back to work. <clears throat> so we were like, scrambling kind of menu to
0: to find time be able to, to get
1: together <laughs> yeah plan season two we were like oh we should probably like take some pictures for season two bless um heart. Oh, so like bless we're <laughs> <laughs> so we're like trying to get a game plan going for season two Bailey's driven out to my mom's house I think I am Paula Dean. And I'm trying to make homemade lasagna for my dear friend's mother, whose husband had just passed. And you'd With, never made lasagna before. That's a key. That's a key. I had never made homemade lasagna before. My mm-hmm. husband made it over Easter weekend. And it's like the best thing I've ever had. And that's what she requested. She requested lasagna. And I'm like, okay, well, after tasting what I've tasted, I can't go buy. <laughs> I can't go buy the woman's Stouffer's. <laughs> absolutely not and especially when her name's deb we call her deb um deb dab that's her grandmother's name dabs but i mean like she she takes care of so many people like Mm. when you need it when you need something cooked homemade like she's your woman so i wanted to return the favor extremely nervous because I'm like oh my god this is a process and Bailey had to help me
0: (laughs) so I didn't realize until halfway through that number one you'd never made lasagna before a day in your life and number two (laughs) you were 30 years old when you found out that your mother's homemade lasagna came from the freezer section (sighs) that was a that was a sad day so when I was little um that
1: you know that was our Sunday lunch after church always lasagna and I literally thought, I don't know why I thought this, like why I thought my mom would have the time to be pumping out some homemade lasagna once a week, but it was kind of like one of those, my whole life has been a lie kind of things when I, I, I was an adult, when I found out my mother just been getting stofers all these years. Easy peasy. So anyways, so- yeah, baby had to help me with this lasagna, we're like, I'm trying to cook and we're trying to plan. And we're, we're just a hot mess guys. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing's changed. I think we've kind of gotten like more of a hot mess. Yes. I am mentally struggling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've had a big, <laughs> this week is a big week for you. It's a big, sad week for you.
0: You know, it's funny, it <clears> snuck up on me, and I didn't even realize until last week. I had like an absolute emotional meltdown watching. Are you ready for it? 13 going on 30. What an emotional roller coaster that movie is. <laughs> Why? Is it because you're 30
1: now that you're watching it, not no, 13? I'm making,
0: yeah, but I'm making fun of myself because I'm like, I had no idea what was going on. And I'm watching 13 going on 30 and Kyle brings Sam home from school and I am sobbing on the sofa and he's like, Hey guys, it's Bailey. I'm interrupting today's podcast to ask a huge favor of you, and I hope that you don't mind. A few weeks ago, I announced this big campaign to sell 10,000 copies of my book, Having a Baby and Other Things I'm Bad At, short stories about living life with infertility. And so far, it's going okay. I have been so blessed with the outpouring of love and support and people buying my book and having it in their stores and salons and talking about it online. I've just been so, so blessed and fortunate. I really could not ask for more. So I feel incredibly. Incredibly guilty asking for more. Um, we still have a long way to go before I reach my goal of 10,000. So, if you could think of a friend to send it to, you can buy it on Audible, listen to it in your car on the way to work while you're at work. That's none of my business. Give it to a friend. It's not all bad. Parts of it are really funny. Parts of it, I hope, are really truthful and that they resonate with you and your people and your loved ones. And I just thank you so much for believing in me sharing my story. My book Having a Baby and Other Things I'm Bad At is available on Amazon and Audible. Choose your way. Oh, 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 an ebook. Yeah. Um buy it however you like it. Woo, okay. So, I was just having like an emotional breakdown on the couch. Kyle and Sam come home and he's like, "Oh my god, what's wrong?" And I truly didn't know. I truly did not know what was wrong until I looked at the calendar and today, this was last week. So I need to really go read that book. The body keeps the score. Have you heard about that? You've told me about that. Actually, okay, I firmly so believe that. I believe it too. Mm. And all my friends have talked about how great this book is. I have only read parts of it online. I need to go read the whole thing. Um, but today, a year ago today, we uh, lost Lorelei. So a a year ago right now, yeah, I would have been at the doctor's office right now. Um, and I feel, I told Ashley before we started recording, I feel like such a freaking hypocrite (laughs) because I am always like, take your time, heal, be kind to yourself, sit with your grief, journal, write, take a walk on the beach. Like, shut up, Bailey. Like, you're not doing any of these things. I have been working nonstop. Um, I hosted an event with my friends. Um, we are now getting ready to uh, redo our master bathroom, hall bathroom, office slash guest bedroom, and then Sam's room. Um, on top of, you were doing Kyle's out of the house office last week yeah yeah That's, yeah um, yeah it's so I've just been it's just been a lot like I realize I have been running here's the thing I thought I was gonna cheat I thought I could cheat once again if I, I lost our sixth pregnancy our little girl a year ago today. And then three weeks later, I was handed a 22 month old little boy to love and take care of every day for the rest of my life. And so I was thrown from infertility, grief, and anger into the deep end of mm-hmm. motherhood, toddlerhood, otherhood. I'm now a mom, but I'm still very much infertile. And I truly have not had time which is the other BS thing that I've always told people like, oh, and I literally wrote about that in my book. I hate when people use time as a crutch. You do have the time. You're just not making the time. Shut up Bailey circa 2019. Like be quiet, (laughs) but it's the truth. Like I have not made time to sit and deal with the fact that I'm still so freaking angry. I'm so angry I mean y'all y'all have had a heck of a year yeah I will say like dealing like getting Sam and going through court and custody and all of that trying to get him settled here with us and we thought about moving we're not going to move so we're just going to redo the house and um
1: (laughs) fun fact Bailey loves to move
0: I do. I do. I love to move. So now that she can't move,
1: she's just redoing her whole house.
0: Well, it's interesting. Yeah. This we've been in this house for five years now. That's the longest Kyle and I have ever stayed in one place. We've moved so much, but we love it. I wouldn't call us flippers. I know. But our first house, we made some minor updates to it and got more than asking price. So right. then like the bug bit me and I was like, this could be fun. Um,
1: well, and that's a, also a lot easier to do when it's just you and your partner. Well, that's true. I know. We didn't now, even
0: No, we did have Stella then. Yeah. <clears throat> well,
1: I mean, yeah, we had a dog, but I mean, like now if y'all were to move with Sam,
0: so much stuff,
1: it's a whole other thing. So, anyways, mm. you have been burying yourself in I, projects.
0: I have how this I? is when I
1: had to break the news to her guys that she is type A <laughs> with her projects.
0: Yeah, I guess I am, but I I don't know. I guess I feel like I owe people an apology because I'm so full of horseshit, Ashley. <laughs> I'm so full of it. Like take your time to grieve and break bowls and go to the smash room in Jackson and just get all your anger and frustration out and go to therapy and, which I do. I broke a plate last night, totally on accident, but, and, and I do therapy and I, and I write every day and I do all these things, but I'm like, I thought I could cheat. I was cheating because I figured if I could make it to the one year mark and not have to deal with anything, if I could make it to this day, one year since I went to the doctor's office for bleeding and then I heard my daughter's heartbeat and everything was fine. And then within an hour, my doctor was holding her and then we just had to go home empty handed and then three weeks later, we had a 22-month-old. Something I think in the back of my mind was like, if I can just keep running, I'll just keep running. I'll keep performing and selling books and writing and trying to get the miscarriage guide out and stay on this mission. I started emailing nursing schools. Um, I was going to go talk to nursing students about uh, pregnancy loss in the fall, Um By the way, if anybody's listening, i still would love to do that. That's a great idea. (laughs) Honestly, I think, Um, but I just thought run, run, run as fast as you can. You can outrun your grief, make it to the one year mark, and you will never have to deal with the fact that you're so freaking angry that you've lost six babies. The last one was a traumatic birth. And then at the, the circumstances of that time, the, the job that I had, last year during all this, um, the very next day I was on a corporate, like not corporate, it wasn't corporate, but I was like on an email thread. I was on a text thread about work the very next day. It's like your whole life has come to a standstill,
1: but the world does not stop.
0: (laughs) Right. And which I've always known the the world doesn't stop for, for your grief. The world pretty much doesn't stop for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought, guys, I'm sorry I do this every time. My computer needs to be plugged. <laughs> see I'm not type A. I'm just so <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: mm. um, but yeah, I thought, let's run and overperform and do all these things. And then and then my grief can't hurt me anymore. But guys, that is just such wow. because I it's been a year today and I am still angry and devastated and scared and shocked. And
1: yeah, like, I, well, it's just, it's a, it's a wound that'll forever be
0: there. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where you, where you think grief has a timeline or, or at, at least at the very least an expiration date mm, and it's I so. no, I will carry this hurt until the day that I die. Yeah. Well, and to
1: give <laughs> yourself a little bit of grace here, I've said this before, but I, I really do believe it. And I stand by it. You don't know what you don't know. So you had just every, everything that you've said about grief and even what for two months ago, when we talked about grief, I mean, like you're allowed to change your position on it.
0: Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get
1: as more time goes by, you gain a different perspective. You're able to like digest and break things down a little bit. And so I feel like you've got to kind of give yourself some grace and not call yourself a hypocrite <laughs> because I think everything that you've said is good advice, but. I just haven't been taking it well, no, but it all comes with time too. Like it's different for everybody. And I don't think there are rules. There's no one set of rules that is going to work for everybody.
0: No, there's not.
1: And I think just the more that time goes by, like you're just, you learn from it and you learn about yourself from it. So you just, everything that you've said up until now, it's just, it's a different perspective. That's what we're going with.
0: And, you know, th- th- I agree with you, but, and thank you for showing me grace. Cause I'm like, I'm such an idiot. Well, nobody's but... <laughs> as hard
1: on you on, as
0: you are. Yeah. Um, but I really do need to go read that book that the body keeps the score because it didn't occur to me. Or maybe I was just like consciously ignoring it. Like I, I knew what month we were in. I knew that we were coming up on May 26th. Um, but my body is just like, I have no energy this week. I am so exhausted. I am indifferent to so many things that I usually would have very strong opinions about. Um, I'm just tired. And so, I don't know. It's just been one of those insane things where I've just truly had to sit this week and be like okay what was I doing a week a year ago right now and a year ago right now I was at the doctor's office trying to figure out how to stop the bleeding and then but oh, this is the thing Ashley it's like I've always said like I wouldn't change anything I don't know. I'd really like to change this. Like that. That one was a bad. That was a bad one. No doubt. And, but the but the course of my life, where we are right now, has been so shaped by grief. Like if I hadn't lost Lorelai the way that I did, there would be no miscarriage guide. Yeah, she's the reason that I wrote that. If different
1: perspective. Yeah. Um. You wouldn't be on such a a mission without and I feel like it I mean it beyond sucks you had to go through that there's just no no other way to put it but I feel like everything that you've done things that hopefully have helped other people with like this podcast like I think you maybe you just have to cling to that, like you have helped so many people,
0: I hope so. I really do. I, I hope think,
1: I, I think you do. I think you have.
0: Oy, oy, oy. Um. So that's where we're picking up on season hey! two. Guys. <laughs> uh, was,
1: when did we stop recording season one? Do you remember the date? Because I sure don't.
0: It was um, late March.
1: Late. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. I think- I, rem- I remember. Obviously, totally different circumstances, but I remember when April 15th rolled around. Tax that, day? Wait, no, it was the 11th. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I can't. The 11th was my original, my due date for my miscarriage. Mm. And I was like, I was sad and mopey that day. And I couldn't help thinking, though, like, I this would be 10 times harder and 10 times more depressing if I wasn't carrying a healthy child right now. Like Mm. I would be throwing myself the biggest pity party. I would be a bump on a log. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my sister, yeah, my sister-in-law had her little girl like the week before. Um, so I, in a way, I get it. I do not fully get it, and I will never get it. But I'm just saying it. It kind of it does sneak up on you because it wasn't like I was watching the calendar. Right. Being like, oh my gosh, it's in three days. Right. It's tomorrow. It just kind of like I looked at the date, and you're kind of like, oh, yeah, ugh,
0: yeah, yeah. What was so interesting for me is again, I get. I guess I just kept ignoring it, but, um. When I was pregnant with her, I was pretty sick, and the only thing that I could keep down was tomato sandwiches, which is so, so. I get such a mixed reaction. Like some people are like, "That's disgusting," and some people are like, "Oh, I used to eat those with my grandmother yeah, in the freaking my country." Dad,
1: <laughs> my dad loves a tomato sandwich.
0: It, I'm, yeah, I'm so, so
1: anti tomato sandwich because most people put gobs of mayo on. Hell the, yeah, the, and I hate mayonnaise, so they're weird. Like,
0: the people who are, hate mayonnaise, you're, you. first of all, you're just wrong. It's the best condiment that there is. I don't like sweet tea either. Oh, I don't like sweet tea either. We're However, un-
1: we are unsouthern.
0: Unsouthern, but I, I love me some Duke's mayonnaise. <laughs> I do. Okay, I will say I put a few
1: things I can tolerate some mayonnaise in. Obviously, homemade ranch dressing, because there's no other ranch dressing out there. Like bottled, mm -mm, homemade, Uh, like dips and stuff I can handle, you know, if it's mixed in with something, if I can't taste it.
0: That's, that's my thing though. It's like all these people are like, oh, I hate mayonnaise, cane sauce, raisin cane sauce, Chick-fil-A sauce, your favorite, uh, chicken salad, your favorite potato salad. Like it all has mayonnaise in it. Yum, yum sauce from the Chinese restaurant. Mayonnaise. Like it's all. But you can't taste
1: it. That was very ASMR sounding mayonnaise.
0: <laughs> um, okay. What else? We're just catching up guys. We've, we were talking about things that were going over that were happening. Oh, over the we break. need to, we need to talk about our pictures for this season. Cause that was oh, fun. Bless our hearts. <laughs> I, is that even like pictures for the whole season? Because well, was just
1: maybe until mess. I, until I make it back in town. Again, yeah. I'll be even
0: fatter, but. So we were hanging out in the great metropolis of Morton, Mississippi. Again, but <laughs> we picked it. My,
1: my parent, I say my parents. So my, my mom and my dad are divorced. My mom is remarried. I adore my stepdad. So those are my parents. And then I have my dad. Like I'm equally close to mm-hmm. all of them, but it's just easy. Like, I don't say. Hey, come out to my mom's or come out to my mom and stepdad's. I'm like my parents.
0: Such a such a weird thing that divorce does to people. Isn't
1: <laughs> I'm a divorce veteran, a child of <laughs> divorce veteran, I should say.
0: Adult child of divorce. Yes.
1: Um so, anyways, their house is just so peaceful and so beautiful. It's like one of my favorite places on earth. It is really like, pretty. It'll be so, like, we can walk around, take pictures. The littles can just run around and entertain each other while we do this. We had grand ideas.
0: Yes, we did. <laughs> Nothing's Brand. ever as easy as it. <laughs> oh
1: my God. Um,
0: so we get out there and it <laughs> is beautiful. And we're taking, like, sweet pictures. We're making funny videos. I'm By ourselves. I'm about it. Mind you. <clears throat> By ourselves. Yes. Just us and our two boys. And, and a self timer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so Sam and Ridge are playing with very sweetly. Like they were taking sweet turns. They were, they They were were playing on a, they weren't entirely leaving us alone in the beginning. though. like they were,
1: they were in every background of everything we were trying to
0: do. (laughs) They were, but so anyways, long story short, what we're leading up to is that Ashley and I are frolicking in the grass <laughs> as as we do. And it's time for Sam and Ridge to switch turns on the toy, like four-wheeler thing. And what I have come up with is just that boys are so lazy. Like it just doesn't compute. Like I kept telling Sam, Sam, get off the four-wheeler, get off, get off, get off, get off. It's not your turn anymore. Get off. And Ridge was standing right in front of him. And Ashley was telling Ridge, move, move, move. It's your turn. Get out of the way so you can come around here and get back on it. <laughs> well, wouldn't you know it? My toddler Sam ran loaded over. I mean, Lord, I was so embarrassed. I see. And Bailey,
1: I feel like you still are. But like, once we knew everybody was fine, there was no, I don't even think there were even any scrapes. I think it no. just, it scared both of them and then probably they saw us, us yeah. acting insane trying to like get to them because Sam would not get off of the four-wheeler and my child is up under it like oh geez I oh, think, think we I think we scared them I, even, I'm sure even more um yeah. Like but that was just, just like that, the first it's a boy thing. Like
0: it is, is a boy thing. It and is I'm usually not the first so, time. It will not be the last. I know, but I'm so chill and like most of the time and pretty gracious about like, if he has a tantrum in target, well, baby's cry. He's not going to get everything he wants when we're in the store. I'm yeah. sorry. You have to hear my son cry. It is what it is. He has a tantrum at a restaurant. Well, tough. Sorry. This is this is toddlerhood. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't get embarrassed about stuff like that. Like temper tantrums in public or whatever. I don't know. We were in Kroger the other day and Sam pointed to an older gentleman and he went, Ooh, old. And I'm like, well, I mean, he's just calling it like he sees it, I guess. (sighs) But
1: so unfiltered
0: accidents where we inflict Bobos on other people and it could have been prevented because he wasn't listening. Well, my that child wasn't really, listening either. That he was really standing in front in. of the four wheeler. Bet he won't
1: <laughs> do it again. <laughs> that's what my mom always said. They'll only do it once. I mean, it's we just, will find out. Boys are so freaking rough. I and know. I mean, we already we've been to urgent care twice in the off season. Also, by the way, mm, that's right. <laughs> once uh, Ridge was sick with some kind of virus, y'all. I'm a nurse, but this experience, like, I think my soul left my body. His fever got so high Mm -hmm. even after we treated it, that he was going like limp in the waiting room and eyes rolling in the back of his head. We couldn't arouse him. Like, I truly think I almost had a full blown panic attack had my mom not been with me. Goodness. And then we were back two weeks later for a real little four-wheeler accident. He had to have his forehead glued shut. And I had to wake him up that night every four hours because he started throwing up on the way there. So I had to check him, you know, for a concussion, but it's I, I've come, it's just being a part of being a boy mom. And I yeah. for sure, I'm going to have to get over it because I'm about to be highly outnumbered. Yes, you are. Oh yeah. And like, I mean, that's just, that's going to be my life. So I've tried, I have told her this a thousand times, like it is fine. Do not worry about it. <laughs> like
0: I mean, Yep. So that
1: happened and. Oh, we were fighting a, a swarm of yellow jackets. Oh on the back yeah. Porch. I forgot about those.
0: Yeah. Which one-on-one like one yellow jacket, one wasp. I'm not afraid of those. Like I'll, no, it was a swarm. It was, yeah, it was at least and the longer years. we were get, the longer we were out there, the
1: more like agitated. Mm. So anyways, it was a hot
0: mess taking what we did take, which I kind of love and appreciate because you put it so perfectly. Like we are just a homemade podcast. Like it here we are. It is. it is what it is. We took a few pictures, had a small accident, we were out in Morton. God bless Morton. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's about it. Um, so moving forward, I'm very excited about season two. I've already, mm-hmm. oh, I missed Instagram polls so much. I've already done <laughs> a few polls. We're going to talk about um, on episode two, uh, like beauty standards, especially for women our age. Um, yeah. We're in a weird Weird place with our age. I'm I feel such like such a weird place. Yes, it's like you're. We're not. I feel young we- until I'm around a young person, and then I'm like, no, no, no. Until no, no, no. I'm like
1: looking around in the junior section, I'm like, why is this shirt coming up to my nipples? Everything's a crop top. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but then we're not. We're not.
1: Older, yeah, we're not, there but we're not yet. young.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I can't wait to talk about that. We're going to talk about Botox and injections and aging. And I'm, um, I'm looking super forward to that. We're actually going to have, um, a guest at least mm-hmm. one, um, maybe some more on talking about women's health. I'm so excited about that. Um, and I just, I'm still, I'm just so thankful that people are sticking around. <laughs> So if you've listened, well, I Thanks. feel
1: like, so first season was definitely like soft open. I feel like it's kind of like we put all of our cards on the table, but this season, I feel like there's so much more. We're like chomping off bigger pieces. Like I it's have so taken too. such a deep dive into, into women's health, like our food what we're putting into our bodies. Yeah. It is insane. Y'all Ooh, like. I took a big bite out of birth control. It, you did. Yeah. It's, it's I'm insane. It is so insane. Excited. The lies we have been told. And it's like, once you know it, you can't unknow it. And yeah, it, it has brought about an entire lifestyle change over here that I would have never probably ever sought out had it not been for my miscarriage in this podcast.
0: Isn't that funny? Yeah. Like, so we're just, I mean, we're going to jump into, maybe you're right. Like the, the first season was, I, I wouldn't call it like a soft opening. Cause we went to hard places. Oh, yeah. it, it was grief more and- like presenting problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. And it's, I mean, we're only going to present more in season two, but I mean, (sighs) Ashley's on this huge thing about what's in our food. I'm on this huge thing about what's in our birth control and what's in our beauty products. And, and it's just so overwhelming because I know every day, I know that when I put my perfume on my wrist, it's bad stuff, terrible, and it causes infertility, but you know what? I'm already infertile. Can I not just fucking smell good? Like, I just, do I have to stink too? (laughs) Like, it's It's just so
1: much. It's crazy.
0: It It is. is So, I'm just, I'm looking, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Where, what are we? We're going to talk about divorce. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about divorce. We're
1: going to have, can we say this yet? Who you're going to have on to talk about that? Divorce?
0: Yeah. No, not yet.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, we're gonna have a somebody come talk about divorce. Um, what are we talking? We're gonna talk about I think stillbirth.
0: Yeah, that'll be a hard one.
1: I know, yep. but I feel like it needs to be talked about. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about making new friends
0: in and adulthood. Oh god, which is hard
1: it is very <laughs> difficult um what else i feel like we came up with
0: oh, uh, excuse let me, me let me let me pull,
1: me pull up my list don't you worry your taipei friend has it right there. say say I'm about to find a quiz right now for you to take.
0: Shut up. Um, So we're going to talk about aging and beauty and hormones. What's in our diet? Why is our culture so influenced by Instagram? And we'll put these terrible toxins into our bodies all for the sake of aging. Well, we're going to talk about birth control, antidepressants, um, what that does, especially to the female libido. Very excited about that. Um, food, oils, diet, and health. Uh, we will be having my friend Jermaine on for that episode. She is a wealth of knowledge. So excited about that. Cannot wait um, to pick her brain. I know uh, labor and delivery true or false. Mm. Yes. Like what, what truly happens to a woman's yes. body. Uh, That's especially. also
1: another deep dive I've taken.
0: Yeah. And and we're hoping guys, all this is in order because we're, Oh, maybe I am Taipei. Um, (laughs) All of season one, I said, you know, it's peeling back the layers, peeling back all the things to get to the root cause of everything. And so we're hoping we do that in order. You know, we're talking about women and why we feel the way that we feel about aging or beauty. Well, let's, let's peel back the layers on that. So we, you know, we feel certain ways about our beauty and diet culture and then we're told to take certain things like antidepressants or birth control, but then the antidepressants and birth control fights with your natural, you know, it's synthetic sy- hormones. Yeah. Synthetic. Look, look here. Let me just say this. And now there is nothing wrong with being on an antidepressant. Nothing. Oh, yeah. However, yeah.
1: If the benefit outweighs the risk, you got to do what you got to do.
0: But that's the same thing for birth control and everything else that we put into our body. And so you peel back the layers. Like, why do we feel this way? Why are we putting all this stuff into our body? Well, we, you got to eat anyway. So what's in our food, then why are we so damn tired all the time? And then when it's time to have children, are we still facing infertility? And then after you face infertility and you get this miracle child labor and delivery, and then they just herd you in like cattle and you know turn beds is what it's called and then we're left empty-handed for infertility we're left empty-handed for postpartum um and then that could lead to stillbirth and then the trauma of that leads to divorce and then you it's hard to make friends at 30 so who's going to help you pick up the pieces like all of this is just such a cyclical thing for for women and i'm just i'm very excited that we're going to talk about all of it or also to so.
1: may talk about the importance of the pelvic floor. That's another one of my.
0: Oh yeah. I couldn't read my, post-part- own
1: my postpartum.
0: <laughs> yes. Just oh, because everything for women is connected to the pelvic floor. Everything. It is. It is. Holy, It's mom. not
1: talked about enough.
0: It's insane. It's not. And when I say everything, I mean like your nerves your nerves your, your actual brain, nerves your heart yes <laughs> your nerve <spine>. brain <laughs> all in the pelvic floor so um yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it i'm going to go i don't know what i'm going to do i'm going to yeah, go what happy. are you going to do today i don't know um i'm i'm fighting the urge between mind numbing activities like scrolling tiktok and watching um, documentaries on HBO or a mindless chore, like painting my bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like paint your bathroom because it's yeah.
1: painting is not very mindless. It is, yeah, but kind of, yeah, it's like a, it's, it's an instant gratification thing because you're seeing the color change, but I feel like you'll have time to yourself to just sit with your
0: feelings yeah, work it out a little bit yeah and write. I mean I I, I do write to process things. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um,
1: I wish I could be at home and ha- come have a cocktail with you
0: I know yours would be a mocktail.
1: Speaking um, of so I went to a, like I have a group of girls up here we go we try to go to like a mom's dinner once a month Mm -hmm. um do you know how annoyed I am that most every restaurant in Jackson a mocktail is like 50 cents cheaper than an actual liquor drink well yeah that is so wrong I was so mad anyways I just stuck with my Sprite and my water
0: um (sighs) Anyways, you know what? That's another thing that I want to hit on to mocktails. No, (laughs) like the, the mommy wine culture. I'm a mommy
1: margarita culture.
0: Hey, (laughs) (laughs) been there, done that baby. Um, But no, it's, I think it's so interesting and I'll be so honest with you guys because I always am. I am still struggling with that place of how do I deal with grief without substance How do I deal with stress without substance? And substance is wine. Well, interesting. You brought this up. So we as a culture
1: have turned into such a culture of consumption. Constant consumption. Yes. I don't know if y'all have ever seen the minimalist documentary on Netflix, but I highly recommend it. I am not a minimalist at heart. No, it's not. It's honestly not about throwing away everything you have (laughs) that. I think that's the common misconception about minimalism. It is kind of more about like, yes, you have, you have less because you are only buying what actually will bring value to your life. Hmm. I mean, this is going to take a lot more time to, to talk about, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to put that out into the world. It It's an interesting watch um, because these guys did get started in this whole concept out of their own grief. Mm. They were buying all these things and climbing all the corporate ladders, trying to fill a void. And that, as a society, like I think we have a major problem with that. We I can't
0: relate to that at all. <laughs> we look to things
1: <laughs> to make us feel better, and it's yeah. so easy these days because you can Amazon something to your porch in four hours if you want it, and you get like an instant little high. It's over and on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So, just to tack on to your statement, yeah, it's hard to face. Unpleasant moments without trying to fill a void with something, but I think you and I yeah. both know that any something you try to fill a void with essentially doesn't work.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you know, it, it never works. Um, but isn't that so funny? And I think I said this in season one. I'll have to go back and find the statistic. So I thought it was just me. I thought it was something just inside of me. That encouraged overeating, over shopping, and too many, you know, glasses of wine. No, I don't think so at all. No, I think it's it is our culture. It is 100% our culture. Absolutely, because grief is not one of those things that's talked about enough. So when you feel it and you experience it for the first time, you think that you're other, you think that you're otherhood, and you have to find your own ways to heal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And most people end up finding. Debt (laughs) or addictions. Yeah. 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 So okay. So anyways. That's season two, guys, coming (laughs) at you. We're so ready. Um, and I think at the end of the day, all Ashley and I want to do is build a community, have connection, share honesty and opinions, whether we agree with each other's (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and and just have a gathering place of support for women. And, um, I'm excited to get into it. I'm, I'm excited about what we can all learn together and, um, all right, season two, here we come. Yay. Welcome Just back. You. Welcome. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye. <laughs>